my college my college friends are fucking around tonight, which is actually kind of funny. Oh, nice. Uh. Right, Meg. I need you to listen to me very carefully. Panic. Pay no attention to detail. Let your mind race. Take short, rapid breaths. Then hide under the bed, but leave two of your feet sticking out. All right, and welcome back to Plot Stoppers, the podcast where we try to stop the plot of a film. I am Pat, and with me as always, my buddy Mike. Good evening, Patrick. How are you? I am awesome. I am really, really excited about tonight's yes. episode. Yeah. Or should this I say is, today's uh... episode, because we're, you know, time agnostic. We could be filming this or recording this in the morning. We could be. It's Likely hard to not, say, but we could be sure. Yes, we're above. We're above time. In any case, time. <laughs> what are we? What's what film are we going to slam the brakes on tonight? Uh, usually, we read uh, a nice little intro, but this one does not really need an introduction. So I'm just going to say we're going to be talking about stopping the great film Taken with Liam Neeson. Very nice. So you're you're pretty confident that everybody knows all about this film. Everybody knows about this film, and if you do not know about this film, you're certainly not listening to this podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would say so. Uh, yes. But in yes. case you haven't seen it and do want to watch it, uh, spoilers are ahead. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers are definitely ahead. <laughs> there, there are many spoilers throughout this. <laughs> do you remember this coming out, Patrick? Uh, I do. I do, and I remember everyone being very taken with it. Uh, yeah, great. Starting off with some puns, I like it. There we go. Yeah, I'm coming out swinging. Uh, it was, I think, a very popular film of the time, was it not? I think it was, and I think it was the uh, the trailer was maybe one of the most famous in, in recent movie history. Because he gives the speech in the trailer, and everyone's like, what the fuck is this movie? I have to see this. The speech is pretty good. I I, I do like it. Are you pretty uh, good? Are we going pretty good? Or going? Are you saying that uh, as pretty good as a, that's very very good? Or you're just saying that's a moderately good speech? Okay, I'm I'm going to be saying this a lot tonight, so I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna start. It was not as good as I remembered. Um, the speech that is. He has a he repeats a couple of lines, which I was like, ah, oh, that's just bad writing. It's not really his fault. The delivery is great. The the Irish accent when he says, "I have a particular <laughs> set of skills," like that is really a great line, you yes, know. It's, yes, it is. <laughs> um, however, yeah, like he says, you know, if, if you let my daughter go, I won't look for you. And then he stops and goes, "However, if you don't let my daughter go, I will look for you." I will find you. I was like, oh, all right, I see where this is going. It's building to something. And then he yeah. pauses, and I will kill you. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. There's no other speech I want to hear in a movie. But then, you know, you hear the other guy on the end of the phone who says, good luck, which becomes a, you know, a, a, a big a big, uh, a big big clue later on in the film. Oh, yes. Yes, it does. But, yeah, uh, no. yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, so that's what you're teasing the audience with like oh wait wait what's this guy doing what is this yeah yeah and and at the time uh, action heroes uh were not like Liam Neeson 
this is a groundbreaking thing where someone who's been more of a dramatic actor has now come to the scene and uh, and really become like a big action star. I mean, kind of akin to, you know, Bourne, right, and, and Matt Damon, but this is an older guy, totally unknown as far as this genre goes, and kind of spawned uh, a new wave of, like, action films. You're right. You are absolutely 100% right. Because um, Liam Neeson, I mean... This is 12 years ago. Liam Neeson is yeah. old in this movie. Yeah, he is. You know? So yeah. let me here, let me let me just throw this at you and I want to hear your take on it. I based on what I saw, because I remember the first time I watched this, I was like, yeah, this movie's badass, and I really enjoyed it. So I have not seen it since then. And when I watched this again, I really got the the feeling that Liam Neeson someone threw the script to him and said here's a shit ton of money make this movie and he was like yeah all right I I, I need to make a down payment on that boat you know oh absolutely I 100% think that's what happened and I don't think he realized that this was going to become like the you know sequel i mean weren't there three or four more i think there's three of them yeah (laughs) yeah so i don't i do really do not believe that he was like oh yeah this is gonna be a movie i'll be you know doing for the next six years no i think he was (laughs) like yeah i'm just gonna do this movie do my job kick some ass and then you know go sit on my yacht for a summer and there are also other movies similar i like the commuter i think is one i watched that one it's it's like the same kind of same kind of film yeah some guy that so it's spawned needs. other films outside of taken universe yeah. yeah the way they're pumping these movies out yeah like every at this point every single person you're riding the train with to the city is probably a former navy seal cia agent or yeah. a, you know member of the gestapo <laughs> like yeah. you know they're retired so <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and also, I'll say this: like, what kind of shape is Neeson in for these movies? Or is he, or is it doing like a hockey shift where he's really only in action for like twenty seconds and he's like off? Yeah, he doesn't really. I I feel like he's he's a little bit more of a. I, he's very adept with his guns. I feel like um, yeah. his hand to hand combat skills are are decent, um, but they're not like. Seagal ridiculous where he's like oh here's an arm bar let me break this guy's arm like he gets hit and fights and starts losing which I think is cool like so it's mm-hmm. I think that from that aspect it's kind of realistic and, and it works because yeah. um, yeah. he he's an old man <laughs> he is an old man <laughs> you know? yeah. like I, I don't care how great a fighter you are like you know unless you're training every single day which I, I did not get the impression he was doing no you know outside of random no, security jobs you don't those skills deteriorate rapidly yeah you know I mean, yeah. I did I did some martial arts like 20 years ago. I think if I tried to throw a kick at somebody right now, like my hamstring would explode. Yeah. I mean, even for me, if I don't email for like a week and a half, I am a little confused when I sit back. Yeah, that. it's like, how do I hit send? Yeah, is it reply all or is it just reply? Uh, which is it? What is BCC? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So before we actually get into stopping this plot, which I think can happen in every scene in the movie, pretty much, yeah. But um, I would just like to say this was one movie in the mid two thousands that I would even sit through commercials for and watch this thing over and over again. That's all right, as Nicolas Cage would say. That's high praise. It is super high praise. Yeah, uh, it, I think even now, if it was, I don't really watch any TV that actually has commercials anymore. Very limited stuff, like maybe on Hulu. 
But if it came on and there were still commercials, I think I'd still sit through it. Even though I could leave and go grab anything else that has it streaming and uh, watch it there, I think I'd still just sit there. I think I'd be perfectly happy sitting through it. Hmm. Again, yeah. I all right. I'm I am on the other end of the spectrum with this film. Hmm. Um, I I'm going to come right and say it. I hate this film. <laughs> How do you hate hate hate? Yes. Well, hate this film. This is crazy. So. As I said, I, I remember watching it, uh, and you know me, I like to watch movies over and over and over again. For whatever reason, I saw this movie the one time, and I never really went back to it again. So last week was the first time I've rewatched it since then, and I was like, how how is this so popular? <laughs> you know what's the problem? You haven't watched it with me. That's the problem. Okay, I think if if we watched it together, I think you would see my point of view and and then and I, would, I might and change I your mind, and I don't yeah. want to do that to you. Um, <laughs> although I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up some things right now. Uh, why I was so I don't want to say aggravated, but I was like, wait, I kept making that like you're kidding me, right? <laughs> I think I'm gonna feel the exact same way about all these things, and it's the things I love about it. That's okay. my guess. Yeah. So this this film is loaded with so many um, so many Hollywood stereotypes. Um, <laughs> and standards. Yes. I feel like even the writers weren't even trying. Like, yeah. from from the get go, it was like he shows up. He shows up to his daughter's birthday, right? That's oh, the best. That's he the shows best. up late. Yeah. We find out immediately that he's divorced because the security guard gives him a hard time, and he's like, "I'm her father," and he's like, "No, yeah. you're not." You know, Mister So and So is in the. He's like, "I'm her real father," and then he walks past the guy. Then the ex wife comes up. And immediately gets on his case. Like, I mean, it yeah. was such like a, you know, oh, yeah. here's why our marriage didn't work. Like, she's an absolute asshole. He's a fucking disrespectful dick. The daughter shows up and is like so happy to see him. And the, and the whole time you hear the wife going, oh, the kids party is over there. Uh, the adults are over here. Oh, the present goes on this table. Oh, you're late. Oh, don't give, don't open the presents now. Like, she's like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, shut up. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. I Immediately like, hate so her. Yeah. That you're it was divorced. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I get it. Yeah. The the other one, like he's all bummed out after the party, and then his his military buddies show up to the house with barbecue supplies, beers, everything, and they're immediately in the backyard barbecuing. And again, stereotype city. It's like the one guy sitting at the table drinking his beer. He's like, oh, you remember that time in Beirut? And Liam Neeson's flipping steaks like, oh, don't bring yeah. Beirut up again, you whippersnapper. Well, I, I, <laughs> I labeled this uh, scene the exposition party. Oh, my God. It completely was. It was great. And these are things that I love about the movie. Yes. And then they're like, hey, if you're not doing anything this weekend, you know, we, you know, we got a security gig. And they go and, you know, of course, they go and work security for fake Mariah Carey. Yeah. Right? And or whoever the pop the, star was at the time. Yeah, I know. It was supposed to, Yeah, I don't know who was huge back then, but, it, you know, <laughs> yeah. they obviously couldn't get a real singer, so they got, like, <laughs> some no-name somebody I've never yeah, heard of. somebody. And she... <laughs> the funniest thing... Again, he's working security. Like, he's never done this before, and he's like, oh, hey, by the way, my daughter wants to be a singer. Do you have any advice for her? I was like, oh, yeah, oh. it was lame. It was really like, bad. Dude, come on, no. Don't, yeah, not no. not the time or the place. So my problem with this with this the, the job though, I'm pretty sure it's pitched to Brian like twenty five hundred dollars in cash. Okay. Like are major production outfits dealing in cash, or I would imagine that they're actually getting receipts and writing these things off, right? They're not just 
why were they paying in cash? That doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, I get over, I get overlook that part. Um, cause maybe they were paying, you know, his main guy and then he All was right, like, you know, this is coming out of my out pocket. Like help. I need, didn't okay. one of their friends get sick or something? They needed someone to cover for him. Or... Oh, that's right. Somebody got sick. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Brian poisoned him. That's what I thought. So oh he get him yeah. With the gave, singer. Him a, yeah. gave him a bad Sierra Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you like your steaks? Beirut style? <laughs> oh. So, I mean, I could go on and on and on. Uh, yeah. The, one, the yeah. one that I have got to bring up, and I was laughing about it online with you when I was watching it, was his French, like, you know, counterpart, who I guess was part of their CIA. Jean-Claude. He was great. Yeah. One of my favorite characters. Jean-Claude walks into his apartment where Brian is waiting for him and he's holding a baguette in his hand. It's oh, like, great. in it's case so you great. didn't realize I'm French, you know, yeah. I'm home for dinner and he doesn't have it. It's not in a bag. It's, it's this is loose. It, no. And he's got it in his bare hand and oh, he's yeah. walking. Hi, honey. I'm home. Here's your baguette. <laughs> I love walking around town with a loose baguette. Just like a huge, it was like a three foot long piece of bread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the. It was like okay, all right. You're a French guy. Uh what's French? Here, give him a baguette. You know, it's like oh wait a minute, you're you're an Albanian sex trafficking terrorist. Okay, he needs a cigarette and a turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, we're good, we're covered. <laughs> yeah, it's like they were able to look all these things up um, and just almost like maybe a board of maybe the writers had a board of some kind. Yeah. And they were able to just spin the wheel, use a board, like whatever it was, um, and just pull these stereotypes right out of this. Exactly. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. French. All right. Smoking. Got a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jean Claude. I mean, seriously. Oh, yeah. They named the character Jean Claude. Could you, could you have. Like, <laughs> well, like, I thought his name was Jean Paul. Like, that's so like a I, French yeah, studio yeah. making a movie and calling their main character, who's American, Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, not make the audience think too hard. They want to be very clear who's who and where they're. <sighs> anyway, I could, I, as I said, I could continue going on and on. Yeah. Um, so, I, so I'll even say all these things that you hate are the exact same things that I love. So I, I kind of know where you're going. I notice all of these things. This is this is uh, this is going well so far. I that's it's one of those <laughs> things. I swear to you, I I really feel like everyone that was involved in this project was like, this is a one off. We got Liam Neeson for you know three weeks. Let's get this thing done. And then they're like, holy shit, it's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I really feel like they were surprised by this. I. <laughs> Were two and three any good? I don't know if I saw that. I don't know. I think I saw two, and I just I don't remember. I, I remember not liking it. So yeah, it just seems dumb after a while. I'm actually just reading here on the wiki that uh, Jeff Bridges was first cast as Brian Mills. <sighs> I don't. Oh, I don't think I that would have worked at all. And Jeff Bridges is my favorite actor. So oh, I know you. I know you like him. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad he was not. I'm glad the dude wasn't in here trying to kick some butt. Yeah, listen, here's the other thing, too. I actually really, I like Liam Neeson. I think he's great. I think he's a great actor. He's been acting forever. He's been in movies for so long. You know, this is why I think when when he was doing this movie, he was just like, I don't give a shit. I just, just give me the money. Where do I point my gun? 
Oh, the French guy with the baguette? I got it. <laughs> oh, you want me to shoot his wife, too? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the best. We'll, we'll get there, but uh, uh, just following this article, too, uh, apparently Liam Neeson thought it was just a little bit of a side road, um, and he thought that this movie would be released directly to video. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for making my 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 case. <laughs> yeah. The defense rests, uh, yeah. Your Honor. This is the thing. You can't predict You can't predict uh, greatness, Pat. That's what I'm saying. I th- yeah. Who knows what was going on? I mean, 2000... Well, 2008 was like on the cusp of the mortgage collapse, so maybe everybody <laughs> was like, I need to watch, you know, somebody just beat the living shit out of people for an hour and a half. And, and it was also just a nice short movie, too. We didn't feel like you need to sit down like after all the gladiators and the patriot which we have covered mm-hmm. um but they're all like three hour movies um so like maybe people just like the idea of a 90 minute action movie yeah this was rather this was almost it's 90 minutes on the dot it, yeah so oh is it really i was a yeah. guess but yeah one hour like one hour and 30 minutes yeah so it's like an extended poop you know yeah <laughs> Like Saturday morning after some bad Taco Bell. Yeah, or good Taco Bell. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah, use your adjective to describe the Taco Bell. It doesn't really matter. It's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so do you have any Do you have any other thoughts or uh, opinions on this before we uh, get into slamming the brakes on this? No, all my notes are in place for all the little stop areas, and I think we can just, I think we can really just get started on Although I will say this about trying to stop this plot, my initial thought as I was going through it was there is nothing I want to stop in this movie. I want all <laughs> to just go through untouched because it's it's perfect the way it is and there is no reason to stop it. But with so that, you, you need to, I have some points yeah, to stop it. You have to deny that emotion. and I do have to. I have to suppress it. <laughs> yes, push embrace, it down. Embrace your, embrace your inner stoppage. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, what, what, what do you say? Do you want to you want to kick it off and see uh, where you want to start to uh, stop this thing? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna yield the floor to you out of respect for your love of this film. Um, unless because you love it so much, uh, you'd rather throw it to me, and I'm I'm fine either way. I have, <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, I have fine. one solid one, and I have I have one I have one sort of uh, goofy one, which I also think will work. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. So yeah, I'll, I'll take it over here, and I think that uh, through like the birthday party, then the exposition party, um, and then the big fight at the concert, um, talking to the singer in her hotel room afterwards. There's nothing for me to stop anything here other than um, Brian getting, you know, killed in the fight or something like that, which we try to avoid in these stops. So I immediately went to the lunch when uh, the daughter is asking uh, Brian to go to Paris. So he meets Lenore and he meets uh, Kimmy, right? Is is that her name? Yes, I think so. Um, And she says, I want to go to Paris. And of course, he's like, no. I just feel like instead of giving in, um, I think there are two things that Brian being like this black ops, as he called himself a preventer later on, which is a great term, which I'd forgotten he had called himself that. Um, But he would have, I would think, immediately call these cousins 
and they would have said, no, we're not going to be in Paris. We're in, we're in Spain. We're going to be there all, all, I don't even know when it is. Is it over the summer? Um, so he probably would have put the kibosh in the trip that way. And the other way, more of a shady black ops guy would have said, I definitely know there's human trafficking going on in Paris. I know that two girls by themselves are susceptible to this. And therefore, he's going to do something shady, which is, I know he's got this in with the singer's coach. Call the coach and say, like, hey, we need to bring her in, blah, 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 blah. Can you do it right now? He goes back to Kimmy and just says, all right, I got you. What's her face's singing coach? I promised you a shot at a career, but you have to, like, start working over the next two weeks right now or else she's not going to take you. And she wouldn't have gone. She would have just stayed away from Paris and done the singing lessons. Because also, who's following you two around Paris? I mean, that's a huge. That's a little bit later, but that's totally ridiculous. Nonetheless, that's how I would have stopped it at the lunch, or immediately after. Brian would have made these arrangements to get her in with the singing coach. That's story over. That's that's actually perfect. And oh you, yeah, you brought up a you brought up a bunch of really really great points. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, the his CIA <laughs> background, not not digging in further, finding out the, completely the fails them in the most important yeah. part. Um, no background checks, nothing. Just like, eh, okay, have fun. The, yeah. the sex trafficking ring, which is 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 taking place in downtown France uh, or yeah. Paris, rather. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't really that long of a drive from. Paris, so clearly everyone was involved in it. He had to have known about that. Yeah, and then in this reality too, I don't really know the. I know human trafficking is a huge problem, but I don't know uh, what the status was in 08 in Paris. But also, just him being that close with his buddy Jean Claude, maybe he makes a call to him too. What's mm-hmm. going on there? Are there spiders at the airport? Like there were so many things that they would know about this world, and that he would have clearly, uh, at least the way they set him up, looked at all of these things. But John Claude um, was involved yeah. in it, though. Also, yeah. But it? even still, he might have said, "Like, hey, Brian, don't send your daughter here." Yeah, <laughs> you know, is, like, yeah. yeah. You could send her friend Amanda, but uh, <laughs> but don't. Yeah, yeah. Leave, Amanda's leave, welcome. Yeah. Leave <laughs> leave Kim at home. Um, yeah. Uh, otherwise, yeah, everything's great. Um, the most important point that you made: what seventeen-year-old is following you too? I, I think yeah, if she yeah. was it's like ridiculous. 45 or 50, then maybe, yeah. There, there were at least like 20 other bands that are even in the popscape that could have been a much better yeah. fit than you. Like, did a bunch of dads write this film? Like, what was going on? Right. Like, <laughs> like, no, that's a, that's a too, great right? point. I think she's not a band you follow year around in, either. in yeah. 2008 are like, who's Bono? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I generally think of bands you follow around are ones that like, do performances that are unique and they do jams or they do different performances you can't listen to on the CDs, right? Um, and uh, I don't think U2 fits the bill for one of those bands. I've seen U2 in concert probably once or twice, and it's fine, but yeah, definitely not following them around. Around Europe, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe you'd follow them around like the tri-state area, but why would you go to Europe just to specifically follow U2? It's like, hey, we're in Madrid. Oh, cool, let's go watch U2. No, how about look at Madrid? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, I guess you could make one argument that they wanted to hit a couple of different big cities, and that's one reason to go to each city. But you could just go to the cities. Why do you need to go to the city? Why do you need to go see the band? That's, that's exactly that my sense. point. Like, you, if you need it, you don't need a reason to go to Rome. Like, you go to Rome for Rome, not for you two in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> you know Especially I mean? when you've got, like, a sweet pony waiting at home. Yes. Yes. I mean, you go to you go to Newark to see you two. You don't go to Newark to see Newark. Right. Yeah. Fair, yeah, fair enough. True. Yeah, fair enough. Do you think maybe, what did she name the pony? Do you think she named the pony, like, Bono or something? Oh, that would have been, that's, that's a, that's a great question. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if it, uh, did it get a name? It didn't get a name. No. Oh. But you know what they're what, what the writers are doing is they're they're reinforcing the oh she really wants to be a singer so she's really into music, hence you know <laughs> hey my daughter's into music yeah, hey right, I bought yeah. her a karaoke machine you know which <laughs> everyone knows is the best way to learn how to sing, um, you know so the writers are like oh yeah yeah uh, music music she likes music so this makes <laughs> she, sense. Hey, hey everybody who's a big band uh, uh you too uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah sounds good sounds great. Let's give Kim an actor's secret. Uh, she's really into older bands, uh, Irish bands. Oh, connection with Liam Neeson because he's Irish. Jeez, uh, <laughs> you, you might actually be. Yeah. You might actually be. A, were you in the writing room for this movie? Because I, I, I feel know. like you've I known think, all this inside been. info. Yeah. I could have made this movie actually good. <laughs> you, know what, you know what happened? They were probably like. Uh, Liam Neeson actually walked into the writer's room while they were writing this scene, and they're like, "Yeah, we need a band for your daughter to follow." And he and he was like, "Oh, why not you two? They're from you two's Ireland, hip, right? They're hip, right? They have a particular set of skills." Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I think I think we maybe figured out where you two did come from in this. Yeah. yeah. It's Liam Neeson's fault again. Yeah. Well, that was great. Uh, what's the time time break on this one? You gotta. It's uh, like fifteen. It's like fifteen twenty minutes in. Well done. That is perfect, Mike. Yeah, that was. A, I felt like a very easy one. This, I think, even the first time I watched this, it was like, this, "Really? You're not even gonna do any checks?" So I think this has been carrying with me for since 2008. I mean, in all reality, um, and this isn't this isn't my this isn't my plot stop. But in reality, there is no way he would have let her go <laughs> to to France there is absolutely no way and I don't at that point I don't think he I think he'd be like you know what I'm gonna let her be I'm gonna let my daughter be pissed at me I really don't care I mean I could tell at the point he does not care what his wife thinks of him you know um so he's like you know what I'm gonna be a parent and I'll be the dick parent and uh no you're not going to France so I think they tried to sort of address this though by like making him seem sad and like drinking what he's thinking about his daughter and why he left his career in the first place. So I think they're trying to show you that he just wants his daughter to really like him. So this is why my thoughts of like, just not letting her go wasn't enough. He'd have to give her a reason to not go, which is why the singing coach was my stop. So this way she's like, he's preventing her from going, but now she loves him because he hooked her up with this coach. Yeah. That's a, you know what you're, you're, that's a great reason. Yeah, yeah, so he's got motivation to, you yeah. know, not have her go and also not be hated. So yeah, yeah, as, you're as we all, all do your bases, that. man. You are covering all your bases. Yeah. <laughs> all 
All right. <laughs> All right. So, well, uh, yeah, take it over. So, um, that was brilliant. And this is going to be very much less so. Uh, <laughs> as I said, I was very, very irritated by this film from the get-go, and I wanted to turn it off. So That's what I, stop it, I, guess. I yeah. found, I basically found myself the quickest uh, exit in the theater possible. Okay. Um, this is going to be happening during the birthday party. Um, oh, damn. Yeah. That early? Yes. Uh, okay, let's hear this. And you probably you're probably already going to see where I'm going. Um, he gets into little you know the little back and forth with his wife as we talked about before. He gives Kimmy the uh, present. Kimmy's like, "Oh, can I open it?" She opens it. It's karaoke machine. Yay! Everybody's really happy. And then Stuart, the stepfather, comes walking out with a brand new horse, and she loses her mind. Basically drops the karaoke machine on the floor and does that stupid ass run across. The oh, floor. terrible run! Terrible. Hops onto the horse, takes about three or four steps, and the horse rears up on its back legs and throws her. Um, now, believe me, at this point, when I originally thought about the plot stop, I was going to kill her. But you just million dollar babied her, didn't you? Yeah, no, I'm not going to have her paralyzed. I'm, I think we're going to. I think we're going to. We're going to give her a broken leg and not like a Patriot style one where she succumbs to uh, <laughs> infection and dies three days later. Yeah. It's a straight up broken leg, but it's one of those high ones that, you know, so the cast is all the way up to her hip and she's going to be in like a wheelchair at least for the next three months. Thus, no she trip to France. Well, well done. Yes. I think, yeah. I think the horse or is it a horse or is it a pony? Uh, I think it it looked like a stallion, but I don't. Oh, I don't a really stallion! Know. It really was a nice looking horse. Yeah, of course. Stewart's like, hey, I got a lot of money. You know, I'm gonna give my, you know, my stepdaughter a horse. They're like, what an <laughs> asshole, too! Just the idea of like trotting in a horse in front of everybody. Like, oh, look at me! And I'm gonna give this big expensive horse. The whole thing pissed me off. Yeah, I. I uh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I've never been at a party like that before. I don't think I've ever been in a house that huge before either. So this is this is a this is a different world. I have to imagine, like they all do that is what you're saying, right? Yeah, like okay. they're all hanging. I mean, the fact that like oh, let the kids hang out on this side of the mansion while the adults will <laughs> hang out on this side of the mansion, and yeah. then you know when we present the you know the horse, you know to my to my daughter she can ride it and i was initially thinking like oh all her friends must be like oh you spoiled little bitch but then i'm thinking there are probably a bunch of trust fund babies too so it really wasn't that big of a deal um you know like, oh i remember when i got my first horse when i was 17 (laughs) yeah they probably all have horses yeah like oh oh, that one's cute you know it looks just like the three that i have you know (laughs) yeah Yeah, so in any case kim Breaks her leg, yeah. and uh, perhaps, you know, she's really down and sad, but, you know, Brian carries through and is able to give her the business card with fake Mariah Carey's number on it, and she spends the summer singing. So it sort of ties into yours. Um, so, yeah, okay. So is it, a, what kind of fall are we talking here? Does she get just thrown? Does she land on, like, a table? Uh, does she maybe land quickly and then the horse stomps on her leg? Like, what actually is the uh, final injury here? I'm seeing the horse probably gets excited because everyone cheers and it does that that two-hinded stand-up thing (laughs) that the Lone Ranger does. And, you know, because she can barely even run across a patio, she obviously falls right off of the back of it. And let's say she just lands awkwardly on her hip and that's the end of her leg right there. 
<laughs> I like this. This is this is really good. And I also like to kind of picture what Brian does when he sees this happen. Because uh, she tosses away the karaoke machine, hops on the horse. I mean, I used, it, what's the other guy's name? Is it Stuart? Stuart, yeah. Stuart, I believe, is the uh, the the stepfather. Do you think he goes all black ops on Stuart? You know, or does something so, like, maybe he does something so quickly and so, like, under the radar, Stuart doesn't even realize he has a broken arm until he looks down or something like that? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Stuart should be injured with this. I feel, I feel, like, I feel like Brian turns around and, and, and puts, like, three in the horse's side. And just, <laughs> yeah, he just takes it. Yeah. It's like while everyone's it. screaming, he gets so upset he kills the horse. <laughs> horse is like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> And then maybe the horse falls over onto Stuart and breaks one of his. <laughs> okay, yeah, the horse. Okay. I like that. I like that. You know. All right, so this is. I mean, the birthday party is. The, I got it. We're probably in like the three to five minute range. There is it. It's the first scene, right? Yeah, I think he starts out at like. It starts out with him showing up at the party. I think. Well, he was in like a tech store trying to. Buy oh, that's it. right. The yeah, tech store like really started the manual. Oh, that was really other, was, like right. another writer's exposition thing. Like, oh, I read everything. I really check the details. You know, so I read manuals. This. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. well, he does listen to you too. So I mean, you know, <laughs> he's still yes. manuals. Just buttons. Just press. Start pressing buttons. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I don't know when that's if you're competing with with a stepfather, which I actually I didn't feel like there was a lot of animosity between uh, Stuart and Brian. I actually thought they had a pretty good relationship. They seem to have the 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 uh, the perfect male nod relationship. Stuart, that's a really really Brian. good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they, then they, later they, on he's like, you know, have a jet ready for me so I can go to Paris. And he's like, how do you know I have a jet? And he's like, are you kidding? You bought it after that Russian deal, you know, with that yeah. oil. Do you think I didn't check out my, you know, my? Yeah. Daughter's? So yeah, yeah. here's another example. Brian's doing huge background checks on, on the uh, on the stepfather, which I understand, but not for the trip to Paris, not for the cousins, not even to investigate the cousins. I'm really hung yeah. up on this lunch. Like the lunch to me is like this is insane. Like I wouldn't even I would even check up on the cousins, and I don't know anything. Yeah, the the wife I think really took him out of his game. I mean, if I'm going to uh, suspend yeah. disbelief a little bit, I think you know after the daughter like ran yeah. out of the restaurant, you know, and you know the wife totally sandbagged him. You know, he's like, you know, it would have been nice if you told me about this before you came over, and she was like, I didn't because you would have said no, Brian. Yeah, you know, and then I guess he was like, oh, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair, yeah, yeah true, yeah. So, um, all right. So, I think those are our two heavy hitters, and I think they're 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 really good. I think yours is a really good stop right away because I did kind of think even rewatching it uh, when she hopped up on the horse, thinking like Patrick's probably going to injure either her or the horse <laughs> or somebody. I couldn't really pull it together. <laughs> Patrick really hates animals. Um, no, it's not that. It was more yeah, like no. yeah, it was more like. <laughs> But this horse definitely had a dumb look in its face and was going to be used in some way to stop this thing. <laughs> okay. All right. So, all right. So, let's, I love that you're starting move... to read me now. You're like, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. I took some other notes. One? Yeah, the next ones, um, I thought, for one, just the idea of watching Brian go through Paris. Um, this has nothing to do with stopping, but... I thought it was the way he just went through each house, each brothel, you know, construction site. Like he was moseying through all of these things much more easily than I like shop for groceries. 
Like I go through different aisles multiple times. I can't find the rice, and I can. He was marching through Paris like it was nothing, and uh, or I should say like the the underworld of Paris even still, right? Um, so I th that was pretty impressive, I thought. Um, but um, can you still hear me? I feel like yeah, no, no, no. You, I, no, I was listening. I, I, I completely agree with you because the funny yeah. thing that you're you're the, the way they made France seem is that it was like like for a four block radius. Uh, like <laughs> right, he was just like right. he was like, yeah. and he stumbled upon these clues so easily. You yeah. know, and yeah. then it was like, oh, he, he's going back in his mind and listening to the tape in his head. He's recording and he goes, oh, this is where she broke the mirror. Oh, this is where she, this chair was knocked over and she was, and he's visualizing everything. And I was like, oh, no, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, from my mind, you know, let's go back to his CIA background. The second his daughter is kidnapped while he's on the phone. He, I would have. I think he would have gone to Fam Famke Jansen. He would have went to Lenore and said, uh, uh, "By the way, our daughter's gone. <laughs> like, like I, she's yeah. in where? Oh, she's in France. You know, it's it's not like it's not like you know a small town. It's a, it's in a giant country. Yeah. You're never gonna see your daughter again. It's yeah. gone. It's over. Yeah, he was hanging on to those ninety six hours. You know. Yes, <laughs> it really was. So yeah, it was like it's it, it's over. <laughs> I also was, I was also kind of thinking, all right, Brian's black ops. He knows some people in security and whatnot, governments even it seems. But if Stewart's this high, powerful of a of a business guy. You would think he can make some calls too. Like you think he's got like friends in like the embassy or the State Department in the U.S. Right? Like both of them could have done a little more collaborating before they just you know kind of you know went off and, and hopped on a plane. Yeah, and he probably had enough money that he could have been like, you know what? Let's send a guard with it. They're seventeen yeah, let's years just old. Go buy your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why you don't need to get on a cab stand? Uh, we're gonna have a driver there for you, and that driver will take you anywhere you want to go. Oh, you're saying for Brian? Oh, for the oh for the girls? Oh, for the God, girls. of course. Yeah, so, yeah, of course. So this brings me to my next place to start the stop, which was the airport. Okay. So the girls get off the plane, and this guy Peter. Is like uh, in my shitty French accent. He's like, hey, "Cabs, you know, so expensive. You want to share?" <laughs> right? It's actually spot on. <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, "Yeah, great. Let's share a cab with this total fucking stranger." Like, come on. Is there, at the very least, with Brian, could you give him some tips? Now, I did some uh, trip through Europe when we were like, I don't know, twenty-one. Three of us went. Three guys and a girl. It was like a the good good Euro trip. And we had some basic sense. We didn't have great sense, but we didn't, mm -hmm. like, share cabs or, like, run into weird strangers. Except for once, we were, like, bunked with a couple people. But, like, yeah, they weren't, uh, they were with us the whole time. Nonetheless, okay. that's, uh, I digress. But, like, telling Peter no would was my next place to, to stop this thing. But you're right. Why the fuck didn't they have a car from Mr. Rich Stewart who's giving out horses, like, that's fucking candy at the party? Yeah. Yeah. I, like why? Why did they even take a commercial flight over there? Like the, you know, now all of a sudden he's got a private jet. He could have flown them over there and then had a limo take them directly to the. Yeah, these the girls would be horrified. They wouldn't even know how to call a cab. These two. Yes. Yes. No. But uh, and then I think we find out quickly that uh, Kimmy's friend Amanda is a total whore, 
And she's like, oh, I'm totally going to have sex with him later. And yeah, fair enough. then she's like, Kimmy, you got to lose it sometime. It was like, well, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. And then Amanda ended up losing it many, many times, I would imagine, before. I imagine, yeah. You know, it did not end well for Amanda. Choking on her own, like, heroin vomit later on, which was the, horrible, by the way. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw it, I was thinking, like, oh, maybe she is, she is really alive, and Brian just made a mistake. I felt so bad. Uh, she didn't. She didn't look very alive, though. She looked like that was it. It was over. No, yeah, she looked no. like me, like right before first date. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like oh god, what's gonna happen? So, what's your next? You said you had another stop. Where? where so you yeah. So the next one I had was a little more ridiculous, um, considering we can see how Kimmy runs. Yes. But, like, when she sees Amanda being taken from the other side of the of the glass, go out those windows and parkour that shit down the fucking wall. All right. Are you kidding? Like, try. At least try to go out the window and see what's out there. Right? She just stood in there and was like, oh, Daddy, I'm going to just hide under, the, hide under the bed. Are you kidding me? Get the fuck out of there. She was in the bathroom, I think, when she first started. Yeah, so. there were windows. Climb out that shit. Yeah, or open them up and maybe scream. Yeah, the right. Scream, barricade the door. I mean, I guess maybe they had guns, but they're not going to want to start shooting and make all that noise. Could she have called uh, the French equivalent of 911, perhaps? Yeah, she's like, hey, Dad, you hold on. Can you hold dad. on a minute? Like, I need to call. I need to call for the. Uh, I need to call 911. What do they, yeah, what do they dial over there? Yeah, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know. Oof, 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 oof. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, you've reached information. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I think both of us so both of us agree that the airport and the ride should have been that should never have happened. I you know what now now that you keep mentioning these these things about Brian, like as soon as he saw that map, you know, of their U two tour, he's he would have <laughs> probably been too. like, Talk You're not getting dating, on that yeah. plane. Talk about dating a movie, by the way. They had, they had like a paper map. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Magellan over here. But first of all, that was also really dumb too. They had a map of Europe with giant circles around France, Madrid, Rome, with lines to one. Like, what are you guys gonna walk? Yeah. <laughs> just in case. Just in yes. case. Okay, and then there's like an X at each spot. Like, okay, you'll find your treasure here, which is you too. Yeah. There was a big. There was a big like no symbol over Albania on their map. If you noticed. Oh no! I missed that. I missed no. that. You know, but lucky, luckily for them, they got introduced to Little Albania in uh, in the they you did. know downtown Paris. Yes, they did. <laughs> I wonder how the Albanians feel about being depicted. De- 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 probably not good. Like... They probably were not thrilled with their yeah. portrayal. No, Trapulia especially was very upset about this movie. Who was who was upset? Trapulia. <laughs> I don't, don't. I'm assuming that's a. Albanian. That's where Marco was from. Marco from Trapulia. They had, yeah, they had, they had protests and everything, you know, so it was a whole story for, you know, like a day. <laughs> Everyone's very upset when the movie Everyone's came like, out yeah, three years after yeah, the release. Hollywood's like, really? Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So we have that, we have parkouring or doing something to get out of the, out of the bathroom. I think we agree on that. Um, yeah. So do you have any others? I have a few more that we can keep going, but we're going to get deep into the movie, but nonetheless, I mean, I have a few others. 
So I was, I was, you know, during the famous phone call uh, speech during the trailer, I was, I was thinking like two things could happen here. Like after that whole speech, instead of the guy on the other, the guy on the other end saying good luck, he's like, oh, well, you've convinced me. Okay, we're gonna release your daughter now. Um, <laughs> like comes to his senses. Like this guy sounds intense. Yeah, I'm, I'm intimidated now. Yeah. But what I was thinking is, what if, what if, what if Brian wasn't a CIA operative, but he was like a really shitty East Coast contractor, and his particular set of skills would be like, you know starting you know to you know build out a new bathroom in your house but then he just doesn't finish the job so so he's like i i have a particular set of skills that make people for people like you so like oh you just barely have enough for money for a new vanity and a toilet i'm gonna take that as a down payment and then just not finish it (laughs) yeah so then he'll get really, really frustrated, and he'll be like, "Okay, here's your daughter back, and please, please finish my bathroom." <laughs> it would be an unusual twist. Maybe that yeah. was in one of the versions. Yeah, the, yeah. It's like, what are these? What if? What if the guy on the other end of the phone was like, "What are? What are your particular set of skills that you, that you've earned over a long, very long period of time?" You know, and what if he's like, "Well, I can." type 65 words a minute and yeah. you know like and after listening to him he was like your skills are they're not that intimidating and yeah. they, I don't see how they're a nightmare for me like, and then he's like gotcha and the movie just ends you know in like a freeze frame <laughs> thank you for your daughter yeah <laughs> oh alright give me another one well I, one thing as I'm going through my list here we have the classic any kind of these spy or action type movies um, has a classic enhance enhance scene with a photo. But this was to another level. There were Facebook kiosks back then. Mm-hmm. Was this a thing? Do you actually ever remember seeing one of these things? I do not. And so this movie, this movie was made. I mean, it came out in two thousand eight. So think about it. The iPhone came out in two thousand seven. They probably had this movie done already before everyone yeah. had iPhones. And I'm fine with the idea that they didn't have camera phones and all these types of things that were, you know, like any kind of high resolution or anything. But it was just like the kiosk itself. I was like, what the fuck is this thing? Like I don't Facebook, ever, like a ever Facebook ever video games. Yeah. Yeah. I no, I've never seen one. That at all. So, but it's a good list to stop because there's no enhance. Again, like I think many people have talked about this, but. You can't enhance the pixels to like figure out. Oh, there's Peter. He would have never seen Peter in Game Over. That was his big clue. Right. Although, although he probably also, if he didn't see Peter, could have just stood outside at the cab stand and like watched, you know, some weirdos to like hitting on some girls and like getting in the cab with them. So I maybe he still figures out who Peter is. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. But I, I'm with you. That was actually really, really stupid, too. <laughs> it was really stupid, yeah. Enhance. It wasn't... It, it, it was enhance, right? No, it wasn't enhance. It was... Uh, uh, he did. He did. He, like, zoomed he, in on he the He did, reflection. but it didn't... It said... Uh, not enhance. It said uh, process, I think. Yeah, and then it printed out, like, a hard copy form, didn't it? <laughs> it's crazy. Like, you're going to mail this around to all your Facebook friends? Like, what is this machine? I, if, he, if he had... Was able to send the picture to his buddy, you know, who was doing all the the computer work for him, you know, back in the house. 
he might have been able to do some Photoshop work on that. But maybe, but I mean, yeah, yeah, but sure. not at a yeah. not at a an imaginary Photoshop or a Facebook no. kiosk in France. No, no, no. <laughs> not at all. Um, all right, so as we move on from that, when he finally meets Jean Paul and they're standing on the streets and he's telling him why he's there, um, why wouldn't Jean Paul just be like, "All right, hey man, you're an old friend. This is the deal. Just go to this guy Sinclair. Like, this is the guy." Just don't make a mess. Just do your thing. Get out of here. Like, what was I, I know he makes some money, maybe under the table, looking the other way. Still not entirely sure Sinclair's not directly involved. Um, but nonetheless, I feel like, or did I say something? I mean, uh, Jean Claude, I should say, wasn't directly involved. But I feel like he could have just given up uh, Sinclair right away to help out an old friend. No. I guess it depends on how juiced in he was, and maybe yeah, he wanted to, because it, it, it did get really personal because they found out they found out it was his, uh, you know, it was, it was his daughter, and he probably, I mean, he ended up he ended up and going to his house and shooting his wife in the arm, so it could have been much worse, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe he knew that's what was going to happen. That's why he backed off, you know, before he really he was like. You know, after he arrives home with his baguette and his wife gets shot, he's like, all right, now I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> I wish he would have taken the baguette and started beating her with it. That would have been better. <laughs> like pieces are flying off. Yeah. Oh, you're assuming that's a very stale baguette and it would have <laughs> been, like, weaponized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> weaponized carbs. Well, like, he, like, yeah, he figured out a way to make it stale really fast, you know, who knows. Or, I mean, maybe maybe his wife or one of his kids had, like, a gluten allergy and he, like, hit her and she started, like, going into anaphylactic shock or something. <laughs> right. Does that happen with gluten allergies? Can it be that severe? I, I, I'd like to think so. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. <laughs> like, you, oh, I'm taking you, you to the gluten shop and you're like, no! You haven't seen, like, the, the, the kids' schools, like... Nuts are a bigger deal than like firearms in schools now, or and orange allergies are apparently a huge thing now too. Oh, I didn't know oranges were. I guess you can be allergic to anything. I didn't know. I haven't. That's a new one. I haven't heard that. Yeah, I mean, well, citrus, citrus and nuts. Citrus and nuts. Yeah, it's a good name for a band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> so, moving on. So I have. One more thing, when they, he goes to the house to make to tell them, uh, to, he's looking for Marco at this point, right? He gets, shows up at the house and that really cool looking guy that just stares him down at that little mini cafe table. Like, it's tough to look tough at a cafe table, but this guy kind of pulls it off. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, once Brian starts shooting, the other uh, Albanians are just recklessly running around and like exposing themselves. Can you maybe send one guy at a time and try to figure out what's going on? Like, take a little cover, maybe keep one guy hidden. So if Brian's got his back turned, just shoot him in the back. Like, I feel like Brian can't get out of that house with any reasonable bad guys. But this is a classic action movie thing in general. But I just thought they were just like, oh my god, just running with their hands up in the air, getting shot in the chest. Like, what's going on here? This man's attacking us. <laughs> like, that's how I would go out, for sure. What do we do? But I'm not a trained bad guy. Yeah, they've, I mean, they that probably happens so fast. Um, and, I, you know, I'm giving Brian the benefit of the doubt. And these sex traffickers probably hadn't seen any uh, any kind of action whatsoever. 
They all have guns, though. Right? So it's not like me and you sitting around drinking some beers, like, watching, like, Jeopardy. And then it's like a guy shows up and starts blowing things up. Like, these guys should at least be at some level of alertness at all times, being traffickers, right? Perhaps. But they did look very <laughs> lax. And you're also making the assumption yeah. that, you know, the sex traffickers, you know, uh, have to spend a required amount of time at the range, you know, practicing their, their shooting. You know? But even, like, for me, even just, like, get down on the floor, maybe. Like, take some cover. Like, just yeah. don't run standing straight up as big as you can get. You know, aim small, miss small, you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, yeah. But, I mean, they weren't trained by Benjamin Martin. So. <laughs> they really weren't, no. Yeah. It's, I mean, it could have been a different It could have been a different situation right there. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, there are others, but I think I've exhausted my stop. So, I mean, what do you uh, – do you have any others to uh, – <laughs> I, I really don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm it's enjoying necessary. listening to this. This is great. <laughs> I'm telling you, when I first started this movie, I was like, I know how to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to turn off the TV now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, the, the, I mean the best. The best part of this whole experience is doing this with you now. <laughs> <laughs> and one, as we move through, when he finally gets Marco and his torturium, of all the hundred times I've watched this movie, I never realized that he takes like two big nails or or spikes and sticks them in. Marco's legs, and that's what he attaches the leads to to electrocute this guy. Aren't his aren't his hands like uh, nailed too to the chair? Or is I, it just I the... think they're just tied off, but he jabs these things into his legs and like attaches them like the jumper cables right to his legs. It's like holy shit! Yeah, I enjoyed. Yeah, that. you know, you know, he was doing some 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 Guantanamo Bay interrogation style stuff at one point or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. CIA, ex-CIA, you know, and the movie's made in 2008, a couple right. years removed from, you know, 9-11. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have been one of those guys. Could have been. Could have Adam been. Driver wrote a report about him. Very disappointed. <laughs> Brian Mills, bad guy. <laughs> so, um, all right. So as we turn the corner towards the end, my last kind of question, although I have like 10 others listed and I'm not going to put everyone through these, but um, how do they get out of France, like through customs? Like now he's been marked by whatever agency Jean-Claude works for. Like you would think flags have now gone up that he can't just leave this boat that he's completely destroyed, um, go out of the country undetected. Or do you think that Jean-Claude has paved the way for Brian to just leave the country. I, all right. So if, if I remember correctly, he basically finds his daughter, they do a hug. And then the next scene is basically them in front of fake Mariah Carey's house. Right. Oh no. Well, they go to the airport the, first. Yeah. They yeah. go to the airport. Yeah. They, so they do go through regular, um, they do go, go through regular commercial airlines. Maybe he used some of his connections and they um, got out of France and they left from Spain or something. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, maybe they want to go catch you two in Madrid. Right. Well, you'd figure he per- he burned all his he burned all his uh, connections in France. He after, did. Yeah. You know, um, shooting Jean Claude's wife. 
Right. Um, so, so it's easy to drive. Well, man yeah, there. it's easy to drive around, take the train, whatever. But okay, that's fair. I like that. Um, I also like at the airport when Stewart's like, "Hey, man, anything you need, anything." Yeah. Like, so oh, maybe Stewart had something yeah. to do with it too. Oh, do you think Stewart arranged this because he wants to get rid of Kimmy? Or, no, 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 no. I'm oh. saying Stewart. Stewart. Maybe he was like, you know, why don't you make it to northern Spain and I'll have a plane waiting there for you. <laughs> well, I think uh, this is an interesting twist, though. Maybe Stewart set this whole thing up to get rid of Kimmy because she's annoying and runs like she's four years old. So he's like, I just, I can't take this chick anymore. Let's get rid of her. Oh, I like that. And Brian completely fucked it up. Oh, maybe we find out. We'll find out about that in Taken Taken Five. <laughs> yeah. Where Liam Neeson is like 83 years old and he's playing an ex-CIA agent. Yeah, yeah. Who's in a nursing home. (laughs) (laughs) Stealing people's creamed spinach. Yeah, they're kidnapping people in wheelchairs and like (laughs) wheeling them out as fast as they can. Yeah. (laughs) He tries to do that uh, particular set of skills speech, but he can't remember it all. He just keeps keeps repeating it. And also the other people listen, you're like, what? Uh, Huh? Huh? What kind of skills? Wait, I, I, you, you gotta you gotta call back. I can't hear you. Yeah, I take a particular set of pills too. <laughs> we should do a taken in some other. Yeah, this is a good. This is a good idea. <laughs> so, uh, let me just throw this at you. Yeah, how many I told you so tickets does he have now for Lenore after this? <laughs> Well, they like, probably do cover this. I feel like there is some level of covering this in Taken 2, because I think everyone's thinking that. And I think the answer is none. She don't give a fuck. But I, I feel like... I don't I don't think I saw Part 3. I feel like they're back together in Part 2. Are they, like, remarried, maybe? Oh, God, why would you leave Stuart? Horses? Big houses? Jets? I know. What, karaoke machines? That's a terrible decision. Maybe we're going to need to do... Uh... Oh, you're going to make me watch it. Taken, taken two and taken three. All right, there. Please tell me there's no more. I think we could stop those spots by not watching them. Yes, there, there you go. <laughs> we've, I'm game though. I'll try it. If you're willing to try won, it, I'll try we've it. We've won by not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, I, I think I'm gonna award you victory uh, tonight because I think yours is is, is sensible. It's really well thought out uh you covered a lot of bases you you're you're you dove into the character you dove into the relationship with his daughter and how he wants to fix that and repair it and and like it's just it, it warmed the heart uh, <laughs> and then and i think i think because of that even though it's it's after mine i think yeah. it deserves victory all right well i appreciate that I appreciate that too. I'm so glad you made me watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this it's I think this what happens now is you get to pick like the next 3 because it made you watch this. <laughs> you know what I have to say we should actually start picking movies that we can't stand because That's most movies, I guess. Yeah, oh, well, no, that's not true. I like everything I watch. <laughs> it's like There's rarely it's rare that I watch a movie like, "Oh, I can't fucking watch this." I can watch yeah, it. If I'm sitting on a couch, like what more do I need to be doing so I can watch anything? But right. sure, we can find movies that I don't like. Okay. All right. Well, we'll do that. <laughs> it's going to be hard to watch, though. I got to sit through it and try to take notes. I'll go, all right. Well, I'm, up to I'm, the, I'm, up I'm to also going to suggest to our, our 
you know, rapidly growing fan base out there. Uh, you know, anyone who wants to recommend a movie for us to plot stop, by all means, send them our way, and 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 we will do our best to shut it down. Yeah, exactly. And and of course, uh, as we always say, uh, we'd like to hear your thoughts on Taken and see if you can come up with a better stop than what we came up with. Yes. But, you know, we're seasoned professionals, so the likelihood of that happening is probably remote. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, this has been awesome, Mike. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us on Plot Stoppers, and we will see you next time. All right, bye, Mike. Bye.